the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Shall we uh, sing the Psalm 145, please? I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
your voice and let's worship God together. Hallelujah, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory. Thank God for His mercy. Thank God for His goodness. Thank God for His grace and power. Blessed be your name, O God. Father, we exalt. Father, we exalt. We magnify the O God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. God and King, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. We give you the praise and honor and glory. <laughs> thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We magnify thee. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Turn to someone and welcome them in the name of the Lord. Amen. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Let's give the Lord a hand for the choir. Wow. We have just come back from refiring. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a glorious week. From Israel to youth convention to prophetic voice ministers gathering and then to Holy Ghost convention. My Lord. Let me tell you a testimony or some testimonies. What I will say to you is that if you are not opportune to go to the retreat this this year, next year you will be opportune. But what happened in this retreat is amazing. The Lord spoke to us from day one that He's going to pass through our midst. In a power that we had not seen. On the second day when we were worshipping, the smoke of glory physically filled the house while the people were praying. And a number of people saw it independently and they were looking for, they were thinking the wire is burning. So one of them began to expect, sniff the air, whether the the, the rubber will be burning. But there was no rubber burning. They soon recognized it was the presence of God in the midst of us. At that time, the prayer was very hot and power was discharged in a dimension we had never seen. And we have come in the strength of that. The Lord said that every minister should go and anoint their people. But I will be anointing you during the Holy Ghost Convention because I cannot conduct another service on Sunday. It will take my time. But I'm saying that to help you know this, that 
as God told us, this house has shifted. I told you that from the beginning of this month, that this house has shifted. The focus is prophecy. But a testimony that is quite interesting, I will tell you which pertains to you, is that I told you during the youth convention that we have raised youths in this church, and they have been successful. The senior youths, you know, are working in various powerful places in the country, in industries, you know, raised lawyers, raised engineers, chartered engineers now. You know, a number of them who are engineers are chartered now. And we raised, we began to raise medical doctors that are born, groomed, and graduated in this house as medical doctors. And one of them spoke during the convention. And I told you that the next set of youths that are coming up, I will begin to see them go to Cambridge and Oxford. Did you remember I told you that? Did you remember I told you that? During this week, one of the youths who everyone will know, because from his young age, he was always contributing on Wednesday Bible studies. You know, when we were here, when we were New Cross, that young boy would want to contribute. He looked unassuming, but he would contribute. And his contribution is what he wrote, not what parents wrote for him. Because what he contributes, parents are amazed too. As you learn, I learn from him. The parents learned from him. And that boy grew like that. He singled himself out just to follow the voice speaking on this altar. I remember in the days that, you know, because he's a very quiet boy, they began to bully him. So I said to him when they brought him to me, he was so dejected. I said, what are you talking? Who born you? If they bully you, bully them, and I will come to your, to your school with you. The, the only language bully he understands is to bully him the back instantly. Bully, bully instance. And you give a greater bully. You are not to be bullied. You are a child of the living God. No man has that right to bully you. And he broke loose of that. And he continued to share the word every Wednesday that he could. But I want to say that he went to look at his results on Thursday. So I know Wednesday I had to anoint him earlier to go out. And he got all the stars needed and he's now in Cambridge. That is Prophet Stephen. I celebrate him. And I'm sure you celebrate him for me. I, I, I can't hear yes. In a football field, when one score, who celebrates? Everybody. I told you the kids I'll be raising here will go to Cambridge, they will go to Harvard, they will go to Oxford. They will go to Yale. You know, those top institutions that are, that those who rule the world go. That's where they'll be having access to. That is their generation. But I want to say that God is here. Because that boy is book and God. That's what I deliver to all of you. He's not social. You can't find him caught a stupid ear caught. Like some do. He's not into all those nonsense. The boy obeyed my voice. My voice is, when you are in school, read and serve God. That's all. You don't need all those stuff that enter people's head. When your head is thinking about some funny ear cuts, a volume of your brain is wasted. That volume of your brain could have been concentrated on education. 
but you are concentrating it on what the devil is doing in the town. So you cannot come up with your full capacity. But a child who committed himself to God squadly and to book squadly, he can come to his full capacity. Though physically, you would think that he's, he's not uh, you know, he's a weak boy, but the guy is intelligent because to be intelligent is a grace from the Spirit of God. So I celebrate that boy. But let me now go to my, my lecture for you. Hey, I had the Lord tell me to tell you, believe in God, you will be, you will be established. Believe in your prophet. He brings you prosperity. What I tell you, do it. You will prosper. Are you with me now? Don't argue with Apostle. <laughs> it can be dangerous. When Apostle says something you don't understand, just do it. You know, the prophet said to the woman, Do you have food in your house? Can you give me a cup of water? When she was going, she said, Not only water, please. Do food for me. The woman said, Sir, I only have one meal. I eat and my son and we die. And the prophet said that this man, this woman does not understand. Before I came to you, I know you are a widow. Before I came to you, I know only one son you have. But the God of heaven has commanded me that you will feed me during this famine. I'm the one who caused the famine. She didn't know that. So Elijah said, Do my own first. Because the basket of your flour will not be used up. And the vase of your oil shall not dry up. Until we're going to look at that this week. And that was how the woman dogmatically went and prepared the food. Because there is no evidence that what that man was seeing will happen. But she said, the Bible says she perceived she was talking to a prophet. And so she went and did that meal. And she discovered that by the time she got home to do the meal, flour was just plenty. Oil was just too full. That's why the Bible says, believe in God, you'll be established. But he gives the grace of prophetic to what? Prosper you. You never regret when you're under a prophet. Never ever regret. So in this week... We are looking at the Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost. Let me say Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost Convention is a covenant day with Christ with Tabernacle. And I want to tell you, we started this meeting in 1991. And I've never had any nation, any, in any nation, do Holy Ghost Convention annually. Not at all. After we started, some nation began to do it. Go check their records. 1990 ending, the Lord told me, that, and I will tell you the evidence that we are the one God gave. Well, you have Holy Ghost Convention in various places, but it is just crusades. Like, you know, pray for people, get them healed. Holy Ghost Convention is not for that. The Lord told me in 1990 that there are many Christians who come to church, but they do not know about the Holy Spirit. And they do not know about Him, Jesus. He says, so Christ with Tabernacle should conduct Jesus' seminar at least twice in a year. And conduct Holy Ghost Seminar Convention where you only zero in to who is the Holy Spirit. And teach all my people who the Holy Spirit is. So that everyone in the church 
If you stay one year in CFT, you must have full knowledge of the Holy Spirit so that if you want, if you choose to pursue it, you will manifest it. You will manifest it. You will not be a person that, if you come to this church, you will not say to God that, I did not know about the Holy Spirit. You will know about the Holy Spirit so that you can pursue and manifest it. I just told them a new cross now. You know something about God? You are coming to church good, but it's not good enough. Every one of you will believe and agree with me. When you have issues about promotion in your office, what do you do? What do you do? What have you been doing when, when there is no, they want to promote people and they are not, they, they, you don't know your, whether your name is listed? What, what have you been doing? You pray. Simple as ABC. Is that not what you do? When you are going for interview, what do you do? If you are not praying, you are not a Christian. Even non-Christians pray. Mommy was going to have a plane crash. And everybody there began to pray. Both imam and pastor and bishop, they began to call Jesus. But plane is crashing. Everybody was calling Jesus. Formerly they were saying, you know, calling their gods, like those who idol worshippers were bringing their soul. But when that plane now is evident that everybody will die, everybody began to sing the chorus, Jesus, save us! And he saved them. I will together now. So when you need to prosper, what do you do? You pray. You start a business. And you want to go for contract. What do you do? You pray, isn't it? Come on out, church, answer me. Okay, let me walk down to that place. Bring my iPad. Put my altar here. Those of you who are seeking admission to university, and then your result is always coming out. Even though you know prayer cannot catch it anymore. What do you do? You pray. (laughs) Isn't it? My first choice, my first choice, my first choice, is it? And parents, what did they do? They join you in prayer. Isn't it? Aha. So when you are doing examination in school, and probably you have done it twice and you failed, and they tell you that this is your last chance, what do you do? You fast and pray. Isn't it? And God give you success. You know why God gave you success? Because you prayed. You know why God gave you that interview? Because you prayed. You have some companies that you set up in your profile that this is the company I want to work. And this is the level I want to enter the company. And then you begin to make application, regardless that you are qualified in your own eyes. When interview is coming, what do you do? You pray. And God will astonish you by answering your prayers. Sometimes God will give you more than what you have prayed for. There is none of you who prayed and God did not answer. Everybody here have a time that situation happened and you pray. Whether you are sick, whether they conspire against you at work, you have a boss. That is even very common. One boss just became terrible. He has been talking good of you and suddenly he begins to talk, draw you down. Apostle! What do we do? We bind that spirit and it's bound. We pray that person to now begin to get good reports about you. It changes. The person will begin to sing your praise. By prayer, I will together now. You know where I'm going? But there's something too that the Lord Jesus promised us. The Father promised, the Son confirmed, but we least pray about, and it's the most important. That is 
the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Let's begin from Joel chapter 2. The book of Joel chapter 2, verse 28. Shall we stand up together and read the scriptures with one accord? Shall we rise up on our feet, please? Shall we read it? And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit. Amen. Shall be seated, please. I love that scripture. Do you know what? It gives me comfort about you. It says, God said, afterwards, I, God, will pour out my spirit on you all. Everyone born again, God said, He will pour His spirit upon you. And what did He say? The first thing you will do? Prophesy. Come on, say prophesy. prophesy. I can't hear you. Say prophesy. prophesy. Hey, 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 hey. Say, I will prophesy. That's the first thing. So why do Christians run after, in quote, prophet? Ignorance. That's why they will tell you lies. You will believe it. You left the spirit inside you. Who is the true spirit? You went to a counterfeit person. To tell you what the God inside you will have told you. So because Satan is the one inside them, they are false. They lie to you and deceive you. And many Christians are running into problems because of that ignorance. Your God said, I will pour my spirit. I won't send angel. I will set myself, will pour it. And he said, you will prophesy. So which means you, as a born again, have the capacity to prophesy. Are you with me now? Now he now says, sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Young men will see vision. Let me just stop at prophecy because that is the, that is the major thing that God spoke about throughout the convention. And we saw manifestation. Now we continue. This word of God, has it happened or not? Go to the book of Acts chapter 1. And I will read to you from verse, chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, from verse 1. It says, When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. I want to watch this, these scriptures. Two, please. Two. Suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each one of them. And verse 4 says, All of them were what? Hey, don't read Bible like that for me, Joe. All of them were what? Filled with the Holy Spirit. And what happened? As, don't miss that. If anybody can make a claim on Holy Ghost, it's you. It's you. Believe me. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now, let me tell you this, therefore. What is the function of the Holy Ghost? And what is the evidence of the Holy Ghost? Enablement. 
When Holy Spirit comes upon a person, He will enable you to operate the spiritual things God has prepared and created inside you. Grace will manifest in you. That is the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit of God. He comes into vessel, mortal vessel, and He enables you to do things according to the Spirit, not according to the flesh. Like some of you are having problems with some habits, some attitudes of your life you don't like. When Holy Ghost manifests, He will kill those attitudes in you so that you are free from those weaknesses and those wearinesses. Are you with me now? There is none of us who did not have one attitude in our life to battle. The holiest man on earth has an attitude of the body, of the flesh. Probably he was born by the parental attitude. Maybe we acquired it when he was growing up through friends and all stuff. By one way or the other, we have all this attitude that joined with us as we are growing. That is what changed our real being. When we were young, you know, babies, we were just plain. We don't conceive any evil. We don't even know what evil is. Until we came to an age in our lives and our flesh began to manifest. And we began to build some attitudes. Some of those attitudes are detrimental to our own future and to our own destiny. And some of us grow with it. So that as much as you, uh, you have good plans in life, you, you have good thoughts in life, those attitudes frustrate you. They frustrate you. You can imagine some people who have attitude of postponing good things until last minute. It's an attitude from the devil, from the flesh. And they will do everything, they will not get free of it. But look, when the Holy Spirit come upon you, He will deal with those things. He will deal with those things. All these issues that some Christians have that they feel intimidated, they feel, they feel second-hand, or they feel, you know, sub, sub, you know, in their nature, they don't have confidence. They are so, 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 uh, uh, they, they lack trust in themselves, you know. When any good thing comes and any race comes in, instead of them to put in for it, they cannot because they all feel that, I cannot, I cannot. Those things come from your flesh. When Holy Ghost comes upon you, it will change. It will change totally. It will change. He will destroy every element, one after the other. Anger, rage, you know, loss, name it. Every attitude of failure will be destroyed. And it will build in you a new attitude that will enhance destiny. It's the Holy Spirit. He en- his job is to enable mortal man. Are you with me now? Are, you, are, you, are we together? I want to make sure we are singing on the same page. Let me give you more things that the Holy Spirit enables you to do. Out of the definition of the Holy Spirit, or the works of the Holy Spirit, you can know the... the uh, the things that Holy Spirit enables you to do. And I'll call this also enablers of success. That the, the things that can enable success in you. Look at the book of, of um, Isaiah 11, 1. Isaiah 11, 1. What does it say? A shoot will come up from the storm of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. And then he says, shall we read that together now? The Spirit of the Lord. Huh? Yes? Uh-huh. 
Do you see something there promised by God? That when this spirit rests upon you, he will walk in you first wisdom. Then he will walk in you understanding, counsel, power, knowledge, and the fear of God. Now let me help you understand this. You have had issues in your life career-wise or life-wise that you are faced with decisions that are very, very clumsy. That natural mind could not know what to do. And then a thought came to your mind. It may not be the best-selling thought, but you did it, and you discovered that was the right thing. That is the Holy Spirit for you. Wisdom of God. Wisdom of God. You know, some people have memory loss. Alright? They thought you something in school. You say you cannot memorize. And those things, they want you to regurgitate it. And you're an exam. I say, oh, I forgot. And you pray prayer. You know that kind of speedy prayer. Because you don't have time for prayer. Father, 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 Father. And then you remember. What do you think happened to you? It is the Holy Spirit that enabled you. He always will enable you. At the very right time that you need the knowledge, He reveals the knowledge. Decisions of life that will break or make you. You just took the decision and you found out it's the right thing. He's the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of wisdom was upon you. The spirit of knowledge. You, you decided to, to go into a trade and you began to learn it. And within one year, you knew the trade more than those who have been there for 14 years. Don't you understand? It's not because you are smart. It's because somebody called Smartis is inside you. His name is Holy Spirit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm smart. No, 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 no. You're not smart. Take Holy Spirit away from you. You will see how jejunal you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Holy Spirit of God. Some of you will have a dream. And then that dream, after some time, you wake up from that dream and you begin to pursue what you saw in your dream. Before you know it, it happened. It's Holy Spirit of God. You need to understand, you and I, the only thing Jesus gave to us, why he departed, is the Holy Spirit. He's the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. He works knowledge. He works wisdom. He works counsel. He works power. He works understanding. And the fear of God is the underlining factor. Do you know what can make it function? It's the fear of God. All these things that He manifests in you, the, the bedrock for it to manifest is the fear of God. Underlining factor for all is the fear of God. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding had all who were practices. The fear of God is a practice. It's a practice. Which means it's something I know I can ignore or I can adopt it. That's a practice. Let me help you know this. If you are a Christian for three years or five years and the, the Holy Ghost is not manifesting upon you, something is wrong somewhere. You know what is wrong? It's very simple. It's not devil. It's you. You refuse to pray about it. 
You pray for success, you get success. You pray for interview, you get interview. And he's the one behind all this success you're having. But yet, you refuse to ask him for the manifestation of the Spirit. You don't. Your heart is not drawn to that. Your heart is drawn to what you get physical. But let me tell you this. You know that everything you acquire physically determines your comfort on earth and how high you go. Yes? Don't you know what you achieve through the Holy Spirit for spiritual is what will determine your eternity. When we die, the level you enter heaven, no promotion in heaven. Forever and ever you remain like that. You know, in, on earth you can aspire to be the MD. And you go as a cleaner and you become MD. In heaven, if your level, let's say there is no clear in heaven of course. But if you are a gate man or a cleaner, you enter heaven. That's where you'll be forever. It's your choice on earth. The life you are living now is what God gave you to determine what will become of you forever in existence. And let me tell you something. That's the reason why Satan does not want Christians to con- 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 understand this and put their hearts in this. You have to use the gift God gave you. But to, to use it, you have to ask him. You have to be mindful that you need it and you must use it. As you sort promotion, you sort what you are looking for. And you got those things, you must seek when it goes more than that. He is the one behind all operations that you are doing. And yet, you did not recognize him. I think he needs to be given recognition. Let's put our hands together for the Holy Spirit. He needs to be given recognition. So many things he does for us. Let me tell you. About 2019, I remember. I told you, an angel appeared to me. And the angel told me that the father told him to come and teach me. I said, what? He said, you people who are God's people, you pray to God the Holy Spirit to send his fire to destroy the works of Satan. How many of you knew that when we finished our convention in Birmingham, you know, the people who took over immediately are witches for their convention too. Some of you have left. We met them. But we gave them their portion. I gave them their portion. Yesterday, I gave them their portion. They came to greet us. And one of them came to mommy and said, Are you afraid? He said, Mommy said, Afraid of what? You? <laughs> You know? So, they could have a use of a place before you do your convention. You don't know it. Did the Bible not say to you that we wrestle not against flesh and blood? Your office colleagues may be witches. You'll be talking with them, they will just be looking at you. A Christian who is blind, they will just, not, if not for that blood on your head, they will leave you. We can't even do you anything. If witches can see, why should a child of God not see? Is it, is it not demon that make him see? Then is it not the Holy Spirit that will make you see? He paid homage to the demon. You disregard the Holy Spirit. How can you see? How can you see? Let me tell you. The religious greet us. The battle continued between us and them till yesterday. 
This morning, 2.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. You want to know more of it? Don't miss this week. <laughs> Pastor. 2.30 a.m. yesterday. Now, how many of you recognize that on, on uh, Thursday night, suddenly as I was praying, I began to command you to command fire all around your area. And I began to pray for people who have headache, who are attacked by headache. Joke. I wanted to see Anadiji say, my lad, darling, you can't understand. Even some who speak Yoruba, they are English people, they can't understand it. <laughs> Let me tell you this. England, there are powers that seek to rule this country. If you are not filled with the Holy Ghost, you are at their mercy. They know themselves. They meet more than Christians meet. And you see, go to the same office. They communicate with themselves. With languages that you don't understand. It is only Holy Spirit that makes a difference for you. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. They could be your lecturers. They could be your students. Students like you. They could be work colleagues like you. Primary school students. We have had a story of a girl... Who is a witch? You know, you know the, the mother is a white witch. And she's a white lady. She's a witch. And she took uh, a necklace in London and put it on her friend. And that friend was initiated instantly by the necklace. Okay? Why? That child does not have Holy Spirit. He's vulnerable. Let me tell you this. The Bible says, Holy Spirit will give you wisdom, understanding, counsel, power, and knowledge. Underlined by the fear of God. Okay. Now, today is just for me to introduce the Holy Spirit. And tomorrow night, we will dig, we will dive into the ocean. You want power? Don't miss it. You want power. You see, what does it profit you to say you are a follower of Jesus? You don't have any manifestation to show anybody. Of what use are you? Ask yourself now. When your friends who are in court are telling you that, look, come, come, come. And they do some, some jimbos. And then things are happening like that. And they say that you are a Christian. Show us. Show us. And you are looking. And you come to Christ with tabernacle. Ah, that is even worse. Huh? I tell you what the Holy Spirit, I tell you my encounters in God. So you think it's a fiction? Some of you are already experiencing it. Everybody must. Let me tell you this. There is a person called Satan. And there are some people called demons. The Bible says, finally be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand when the day of evil comes. The day of evil must come to everybody. Whether you do good or you do bad. The day of evil must come. But the Bible says there are some people who can stand when the day of evil comes. And they are the people with the Holy Spirit of God. So, Joel says, In the latter days I will pour my spirit upon our flesh. And we read in the book of Acts, chapter 1 to 1 to 4. Go back to that. That when that day came, 
They were all together in one place. A tongue like fire came from heaven and split itself and rest upon them and sank into those Christians. If you have not been baptized with the Holy Spirit, this week you will be baptized with fire. Amen. Either you like it or not, God will baptize you. Amen. If you don't come, Holy Ghost will pursue you. Amen. Are you with me now? We don't do Holy Ghost Convention twice in a year. It's a time to get everything. I have so much passion for you, you know. You can't be following Apostle Williams. And you don't know, ordinary fly you can't kill. I mean, <laughs> spiritual fly. <laughs> a demon. I'm not talking about you going to kill fly all over London. I'm telling you that. You follow me. And some, some elemental spirit, they are messing up in your, around you. And you are saying, Father, Lord, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, Lord, Father, Lord, Father. I think I need a psychologist to come and advise me. Psycholo what? <laughs> Hallelujah. Look at these scriptures. It says, all of them were filled with the Holy Ghost. Say, filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled. In this one is tongues, isn't it? Now, can I, let me say that this scripture, does this relate with Joel? Yes, because look at verse 16 of the same scripture. Verse 16. What happened? Now, this is what was spoken by Prophet Joel. 17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will dream, will see vision, and your old men will dream dreams. Now, did you see that this is the fulfillment of Joel? Yes. Come on now, this movement of Joel, say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. I'm zeroing into you now because I was soon stopped this morning. So this has been fulfilled. Joel has been fulfilled in the book of Acts. Now let us now see whether they prophesied. That is the book of Acts. You know, we are ready to verse 4. Let's keep on. Go back to verse 4. It says, All of them were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enables them. Now the next verse says, now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Were they just saying, hello, how are you? In the language of others? No! What were they speaking? Utterly amazed, they asked, Are not all these men who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native language? One, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontius and Asia, Paga, Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya, Near Serene. Visitors from Rome, Europe was there too. Africa was there. Arabs, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Christians and Arabs. Now, shall we read the next verse together? We hear them declaring the wonders. They heard them declaring mysteries in their own tongue. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy 29, 29, hidden things belong to God, 
but things revealed or mystery belong to God, but things revealed belong to you and your children forever. So, the apostles were speaking their language, but they were revealing mystery, which is prophecy. Prophecy, mystery is prophecy. Mystery is prophecy. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how young you are, you will prophesy this week. Come on now. I, I can't wait to see my young ones prophesy. Man, they are so clean, you know. You know, don't worry about we who are adults. You know, the more we are growing, the more sin we become. <laughs> but those of you who are young, you know, you are, at least you commit sin by less. There are some sins you can't even imagine because your age can't imagine that such a thing is possible, you know. But the older we are on earth, God deliver us from sin. Amen. I want to see, the Bible says, out of the mouth of babes, I declare my perfect praise. You know, I was in, I was in your meeting uh, that few weeks ago, and when we began to pray in tongues, I saw some kids like this, preaching in tongues. I went to hear their tongue. It is Holy Spirit tongue in this church. Praying in tongues, and they closed their eyes while they were praying seriously. And I looked, and I saw some adults, too, looking like this. Their spirit is singing, Oh God, I help in ages past. I hope for years to come. The other one are praying in tongues. Babies are praying in tongues. I said, Those babies will prophesy in this very way. It's for you. It's for you. Your Christianity, you are younger ones, must be hotter than our own Christianity. If your Christianity is not hotter, this nation. Will frustrate Christians eventually. Devil is increasing in England. Serious, aggressively increasing. Who will deliver our generations to come from the hands of Satan? When all the policies have been changed by Lucifer. And people are now calling what is evil good. And they are now victimizing you who cannot sin. And making the one who wants to live holy as if you are stupid. You are out of touch. So, your generation has to come up with a transcendent power that they will see and they will be terrified to their bones. Every parent should know this. You can't hand over Sunday, Sunday church to your children and expect to be in heaven and be at peace. No, they are facing the greater devil. It's the last days. The Bible says wickedness will increase in the last days. But it says that those who seek the knowledge of God will increase. Look at these scriptures. I love it. They spoke mystery. So, in this week, you will prophesy. I can't hear you. Say, in this week, I will prophesy. Let me come and see your mouth. Make moving, moving. Just moving for me, sir. I say, in this week, I will prophesy. I'm seeing your lips not moving. <laughs> in this week, I will prophesy. Talk to somebody and tell him, in this week, I will prophesy. I will prophesy this week. I will see vision this week. Satan will not shut my mouth. If the 
sons of Satan are casting spell in England. Spell book, you can buy it in witchcraft shop. In St. Paul's. And all of them buy it. They speak it before they go out and they come to your school. And children of God, let me tell you, you have a weapon that is beyond the devil, a weapon that you can release, and the whole of hell will set ablaze. It is prophecy. It is prophecy. The fact is this you can do it. You can do it. Hey, I say you can do it. Even if you don't understand, you will do it in this season. I'm not telling you fictions. I'm telling you what God said you can do. Hallelujah, somebody. Even if you don't believe, you will do it. Hallelujah. This transcends your belief because before you were born, God said it. I only show you the way to it, that's all. If someone says that, you know, hey, it's for, it's for some people, you are the some people. He's for apostle, you are also apostle. Hello? To see vision. <laughs> Let me say this to you. If your sight is not seen well, where do you go to? Spec saver. Is it spec saver? Spec saver. Yeah, spec saver. Yeah. They give you glasses, eh? So today, Holy Ghost will give you glasses. <laughs> In this week, we can't see well, though. Some of you get telescopic eyes. You ask, look, we looked at a man in the retreat. He was in Israel. And when the government of Syria are planning coup, that man is there. He's in, he, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't go to immigration. He remained in his house in, in Israel. And the man's spirit went to Syria to see the meeting that they are doing and he will sit with them uninvited guests but he is there and everything everybody said he had and he will go to the king of Israel and say look this is what Syria has said they will double cross you at this place at such and such a time don't go to that place can you see God can God not make him go and fight but God decided to just show that ah, nobody is hidden from the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. Until the king said, there is a saboteur among us. Somebody is sabotaging what I say. Who among you is a traitor? And he said, oh king, because the kings are strange. He can just behead all of them as traitors. If he says all of you beheaded, that's the end of it. Quickly they delivered and said, there is a prophet in Israel. So, so, a prophet in Israel, we know about many prophets. No, 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 say this one, you don't know. This prophet, anything you are saying in your bedchamber, can you imagine these people? He can hear what God will put your fear in the, in the heart of hell. Demons will hear you and they will be terrified. When evil spirits are talking and say that, ah, he may be hearing us, don't let's talk loud. Now, when they said, okay, king, go and catch him for me. Bring him left-handed. That man, bring him. That king must be stupid. Somebody who can invisibly hear what you are saying. Do you not understand that if you tell them to go and catch him, he will even catch you yourself in your palace. He came to your palace and he went. He didn't hurt you. And you think that you can just go and arrest the man like that. You know what happened? God allowed this to open the air to help us know understand that. You can see to the highest heaven, but you can see to the first heaven as well. So when he came to him and said, Surrounded his house 
They called him and said, ah, Master, they have surrounded us. The Bible said they will see visions. He said, God, open the eyes of this young boy. When the eyes of the servant opened, he saw to the first heaven and saw chariots of fire ready for action. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. I will look at that in detail during this week. He saw chariots of fire. You know when he saw chariots of fire, the servant said, Master, we are ready for fight. <laughs> Say, all of you Syrian, come, come. You die it. <laughs> but blessed are those who did not see, but believe. Holy Ghost can open your eyes. You will see the realm of spirit around you like this. Realm of spirit around you like this. Those things are not strange. They are not fictions. Let me tell you, I'll tell you a story and I'll stop. So, he now went to them. Are you looking for me? They said, yes, sir. Follow me. Can you imagine? Those who came to kill him, he confronted them and said, are you looking for Mr. Elijah? Yeah, I am. The prophet. Okay, follow me. And they all followed. Because the word in the spiritual, we don't use machine gun. We use the word. We use the word. What did the word do? He said, Lord, smite them with blindness. When it came out, their eyes were still wide open, but they were blind. Their eyes were physically open, not deformed, not deceived, and they were blind. He said, are you looking for me? He said, yeah, follow me. He followed. When he took them to the center of town, and he went to the king and said, look at your enemies who want to come and kill you. The king said, my father, shall we strike them dead? He said, no, you don't, you don't kill. This is where the, 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 the law on war crime emerged. You don't kill a soldier that you have arrested. You don't kill them. You treat them well. You give them food. You disarm them. Then give them food. Even in, in the case of Elijah, he said, give them food and leave their munitions with them. That is what God can do by the Holy Spirit. You know, sometimes we need to ask ourselves, when armed gang come against Christians, what is wrong with us that we cannot exercise such authority? This week you will break loose of it. Amen. You break loose of it. Let me tell you. And when they fed them, they said, you can go back and tell the king what your eyes have seen. If the king is sensible, he will not send you back. Are you with me now? I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. He will open your eyes to see. He will touch your tongue to speak. He will provoke you in your heart to say a word. So that God can be God in the midst of men. You said it. God will do it. And God will take glory over your enemies. Let me tell you some time ago. Pastor Debbie was with me then. They were my members, Pastor Sidney and the rest of them. And my wife used to fly as a flight stewardess. So she will, they will give her fleet to London. That's when I see her. So this time around, they didn't give her fleet to London. They were just taking her to America. For months, I couldn't see my wife. I was with my daughter, Pastor Elizabeth, then. So we couldn't, but for her, she doesn't even care. As long as she saw me, she doesn't have a problem. Yes, 
I mean, she was my partner. She doesn't have a problem. My wife had gone. Because when my wife took her away, she began to fall sick. So the doctor said, go on. Where is her father? They said, he's in London. Take her to her father. And the moment she saw me, sickness gone. Whether it's by anointing or I don't know. <laughs> so at this time, my wife would not come. One month, two months, three months, four months. You know, and my wife and I, from the time we met, we are inseparable twins. I go everywhere with her. Even I take her to office and come to pick her from office. That's how it was in, in Nigeria. And here too. So for her, for me not to see her for three months, six months, when it's seven months, I began to, I know what it is when they say somebody meets somebody. You know, if you have not been there before, you don't know what it is. It will offset everything was disoriented. I was a pastor leading them in IVG. I just didn't have interest in anything. When that absence hit me, it's not because of food. I have food. I can eat food any place. I go to their house and eat food. So I now went to my knees. I said, Lord, what's going on here? Where is my wife? Where is my wife? I want to see my wife. And it became a burden for me. And I began to ask God, I want to see my wife. And suddenly, the Spirit of God hit my spirit and took me out of my body. I think I was on my knees. And I saw myself go to Nigeria. I told them. I got to Nigeria. The angel who took me was standing beside me. I got to the door and the door opened. I saw my wife and my junior brother, Professor Alabana, he's a professor of medicine. He, he was like our firstborn. We were raising him. And we saw, I saw him and my wife playing. You know, they used to play rough and all stuff like that. You, if you see him, you think that well, that's, the, that's the mom and all stuff. And they were playing rough and he was chasing uh, him. Uh, she was chasing him and he was running all over the place and he was hiding and stuff. And the Lord said, did you see? The angel said to me, did you see? I said, yes. I saw my mother. He said, did you see? He said, your mother is all right. He said, your wife is all right. And then they ran in and passed beside me at the door. But he did not know I was there and sat down. And that loneliness vanished when I saw them. And the angel said, let's go. And it brought me back into my body where I was. When I came off my knees, the loneliness disappeared. I went to look for telephone and called them. Because at that time, it's only one telephone. You ring like this. You can't be in a haste for the telephone. The telephone don't understand that. You have to roll it. And you have to roll back. And roll it again. And roll back. And then the telephone is messing me about. I have to roll it, roll it, roll it, roll it. And you know, it is a coin box. The money you put into the box, you will talk. When the money is finished, it cuts you. You know, in those days, we hit that telephone. Back, 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 back. So, sometimes you put money there, you swallow your money. We have to hit it to make it set correct. Well, England has changed. <laughs> Within a few years, England just changed. So, I was ringing, ring, ring, ring. Hello, hello. And it was my wife. I said, I was just with you now. I said, my brother, this is where he's sitting. My mother, this is where she's sitting. This is what you were just doing a few minutes ago. You are running to this thing, you run to this thing. My, my wife said, 
Yes. Which one is your own there? I said, I've been missing you. And the Lord just brought me to your miss. And then it came to my head. Elisha was in their miss. And Elisha said to Gehazi, was my spirit not going with you? Let me tell you one more thing. I say God will open your eyes to see the realm of the spirits. They brought a woman to us in All Saints Church. At that time I gave testimony about the woman too. This woman was demonically oppressed. She was married, but she was a terror. And when she manifests those evil, she hates it when she's clear in her eyes. Of course, she had been going to church. And the mother brought her to me and said, Apostle, please pray. I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. You know, when somebody has the money price, you break it and that's it. You command the power and it vanish. But her own did not go. They will bring her to me again. I'll pray. It will, it will remain. So I said, this one needs an inquiry. I started praying. That, Lord, what is happening? I was inquiring. You know, whenever you are seeking God, it's the Holy Spirit you are seeking. It's the Holy Spirit. And only Him can give you the grace and power to seek God consistently. And then, as I was seeking God in fasting and prayer, I had a vision. And I was taken out of my body. An angel appeared to me and said, let's go. And as the angel said, let's go, I was lying on my bed. He took my hand and I flew out of, his, of my body. And the angel took us, took me. Where are we going? Where are we going? He said, let's go. And we got to a place which is in the realm of the spirit. That realm is under this earth. It's not in the atmosphere. And in that city, it's like a city which the angel made me understand this is a boat of demons. And I saw various huts where they live. And I saw this woman tied down like a goat. And standing like a goat. You know, you stand this way. A goat stands with four hands. She was standing with four heads. But her head it was human head, which is her face. And she was tied down to a stake. And the angel said, look at her. And we saw, said, go lose her. And we went straight to that place. I was furious. How could you tie a human being like this? And I got there, loose her, and picked her up on her right, right, my right hand. The angel picked my left hand. And the angel said, we've got to go. And I said, no, I have to revenge of her. And the angel said, no time, we've got to go. The angel took me and was flying me up as, as immediately before we left that vicinity. You know, evil spirit came out from all the hibernation. And they began to shoot against me. What they were shooting at me was tiny like pepper seed. Within seconds, the whole of my body was filled with this pepper. Cleared up with this pepper. And I know spiritually that each of those people, one of it can extinct man completely. But they had no effect on me. And I shook my body and everything fell down. And I took the lady and we flew. We came back. And when we came back, the, lady, the angel told me that she's loose. Now, go and speak it. They brought her to church, my friend, when I lay my hands on her. The rest is story. The rest is story. Every spirit 
packed out of her. There are encounters in the spirit that you must enter this week. Let me tell you, Christianity is not a fiction, it's a real story and real life of people who believe in Jesus Christ. It's real life of us who believe in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, The Spirit shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of knowledge, the Spirit of power, the Spirit of counsel, and the fear of God. Stand up on your feet. This week will mark a difference in your life. Somebody say amen. I say this week will mark a difference in your life. We're going to lift up our voices to God and begin to thank God for this hour. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. 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 Spirit. I want to hear you thanking God. Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Begin to ask God, the Holy Spirit rests upon me. Let your fire fall upon me. Let your fire fall on me. Tell the Lord, let your fire fall on me. Let your fire fall on me. Let your fire fall on me. Tell the Lord, ignite my tongue with your fire. Ignite my tongue with your fire. Ignite my tongue with your fire. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord. I want fire. I want fire. I want fire. I want fire. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Yerra Kariatara Basatara Maradi. Tell the Lord, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. 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 Baptize me, O God. Baptize me, O God. Baptize me, O God. Send your fire, Lord. 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 Marakabola Boshatalaria. Yay! Fire, 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 fire. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.
just begin a new tongue. If you have not been able to ask the Holy Spirit to baptize you, ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you. Pray and tell God, baptize me, Jesus, with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me, Jesus, with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me with Jesus. That is the power of Christians. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the power of Christians. Begin to tell God, baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Fill 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 me. Fill me. Fill me. Holy Ghost. 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 Tell the Holy Ghost to fill you. Authority from heaven. Authority from heaven. Yera tana kapra telegetelebo. Shaba mara kerete. Ikare pore kele meledu. Ne para kerete his. Hele keriara para kata. Aka hele go. Meke hele kuria kataka. Meki katalebo. Shakara toria. Me prekele groto. Me kareredes kerebo sate. Moto lo bote. Cardinal. Baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire. Baptize me with your fire. Fire of the Lord. 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 Fire. 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 Fire of God. Fire of God. Fire of God. Burn the sacrifice. Yes, Lord! Yes, Lord! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father God, in Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I can hear your amen. Let me read the scriptures to you. Acts 2, 38. When you are coming in tomorrow, make sure you study the book of Acts. Chapters 1 to 4. It says in Acts 2.38, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the Holy, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let me say this to you. Any one of you who have accepted Jesus and you have been baptized by immersion, as Jesus was baptized, if they sprinkle water in your head and say in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, it's no baptism. That's no baptism. That is just giving you a sign. 
But to be baptized is to be buried under the water as Jesus was. That's what the Bible says in the book of Romans 6. And brought out. That's going under the water. The Bible says you share in burial with Christ. So that when you come up of the water, you can now share in the glorious resurrected power. And if you have not been baptized, you need to do that. But however, it says to those who have been baptized, who have repented and baptized, it says, and you, are, you will receive the Holy Spirit. It says, the promise is for you and your children and for all that are afar, for all whom the Lord our God will call. So, the promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and your children and all the Lord will call. This is a promise. You know, I was doing my legal studies. And I think in this, uh, I told you before that I was going to teach about, you know, what promise really is. And I think that in this, in this time, I'm teaching you on the promise of the Holy Spirit. I may have to help us to understand the word promise. The word promise is, is, is defined as a gift, a gift or a promise of a gift is an immediate transfer of a property from one person to another. So when I promise Brother Singova his microphone stops and I said if your microphone stops in this meeting I promise you my microphone so from the time I make that promise I'm bound to a condition that that microphone ceases so while we are operating and if the microphone ceases I am compelled by my promise to take my microphone and say they can sing over take now listen when a promise in law transfers a property to another person the man who promised have lost legal right on it correct the one who has now received the property is now the new proprietor over the property all right he can use that property the way he wants it he can take my microphone and roll it up and head it and pick it which I don't do to my microphone. He can just take the microphone and do all the gymnastics with that microphone. I cannot lay hold on that promise any longer. Unless if he reverses that promise back to me. So when God, when Jesus said, I have many things to teach you. But when he, the spirit of truth come, they won't have promised. He will do this. He will do that. The moment the Holy Ghost came, now Jesus Christ hand over. It's what you do with it. It's what you do with it. People need to understand this simple formula. If you can't manifest it, it's not because of Jesus. It's because of you. What you do with it. What you do with it. What you did with your brain is what is earning you livelihood today. There are people who are more brainy. They are in jail. Because that's what they did with their brain. They may not even care to study. It will look as if they are dull brains. But they are geniuses. You are what you are today because of what you do with the gift of God with your brain. Same thing with the Holy Spirit. You are going to make up your mind together with me. It does not matter what level we all are. 
in this week we are going higher. I can't hear you somebody say sir. I say as far as I'm concerned, this week I'm going higher. I say I am going higher. Satan will not stop you. Flesh will not stop you. In this week you will encounter God. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven who lives forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to congratulate you. If you are the meeting today, please take your seat in the heavenly places. Let me take your offering and I will leave in today. We thank God for His goodness. We thank God. Father, the Bible says, bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse, and we thank you, Lord, for blessing us. You gave us bread to eat and seed to sow. And Lord, out of the seed you have given to us, we bring this as a token of thanks to you. I invoke the blessing that is attached to this obedience upon every band, upon every pause, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. For God is able to make all grace abound unto you. And so, Lord, as we give you our tithes and our offerings, we receive all grace to abound. So that at all times and in all things we have enough will be able to give unto every good work. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. You have an answer? No. Alright, let's rise up together and let's just bless and celebrate God with our substance. Choir, please.
your hands together for the King of Heaven. That music was a little bit slower than the tempo. That was why it came up. You are blessed of the Lord. Your this week will mark a different spectacular. Heaven will back your initiative off. Provision will come to you by God to fulfill all your dreams. Your hands shall not dry up. I invoke the name of the Lord upon you and say, May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he bless you. May the Lord Yahweh open his countenance to shine upon you. May he look at you with compassion this week. May he grant all your requests in the name of Jesus. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Pastor Fumi, can you come and do an announcement, please? Please, let's take our seats. I'm sure we've all been blessed. Very quickly, announcements for today. I'd first of all like to welcome anyone who is worshipping with us for the first time today. If you're worshipping with us here at the cathedral for the first time, would you be kind enough to please raise your hands and rise to your feet? And at the same time, I'm welcoming those who are joining with us online today for the first time. You are most welcome. Welcome to Christ Faith Tabernacle. I see the ushers have engaged with a number of you there, but I'm not sure whether an usher has engaged with the lady to my right. If not, please can an usher uh, speak to the lady. You're welcome, and I'm confident that you have been blessed. Please uh, listen to the announcements in terms of our uh, service times, and you are welcome to worship with us here every time that we gather in the presence of the Most High God. God bless you and you may please be seated. Just a quick reminder that our home group holds today at 7 p.m. and we will be reflecting on 1st, 2nd and 3rd John tonight. 7 p.m. in our homes, 1st, 2nd and 3rd John. And also our prayers continue at 9 p.m. and so 9 p.m. tonight We'll be joining on Zoom for our daily prayers, and we will also have our communion. So please prepare, your, uh, prepare for your communion before we start the prayers. Of course, this week our daily prayers will continue, but they will be a part of the Holy Ghost Convention. And that means that they will be holding here at the cathedral. Of course, those who are not uh, in London can join us uh, online on YouTube, on Zoom, and on free conference call.
Please note that the intercessory prayers here will start at 7 p.m. though, uh, and not when the service starts at 8 o'clock. So we'll have intercessory prayers at 7 p.m. And we should all come prepared to receive a fresh experience in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Friday is our Overcomers Night Vigil. That's Friday the 26th of August here at 8 p.m. This is going to be a special Overcomers Night Vigil. And I do mean special Overcomers Night Vigil. So come prepared for this also. Uh, I am sure that the Lord has done mighty things in your lives. And if your testimony is not yet amongst those that will be read or spoken on Friday, yours in this week will be amongst in Jesus' name. Uh, come with your testimonies, and if you've got testimonies, please send them ahead to admin at cftchurches.org. Uh, if you're sending your testimonies, by default your names will be withheld unless you request that uh, you'd like your name read out and please remember that next Sunday is our Thanksgiving Sunday that's 28th, the 20th of August at 10 a.m. that means our brethren in New Cross will be joining with us here for a joint service for the Thanksgiving if you're having a special Thanksgiving you're marking something special please make sure you contact the church office so that spaces can be reserved for you up front here and if you've got spaces reserved please make sure you're in the auditorium no later than half past nine as well as your guests otherwise the spaces will be filled up i'd also like to announce to us that the celebration of life of our beloved brother deacon francis lamina will be held here at the cathedral on monday the 29th the service of songs at 6 p.m so the service of songs will be held at 6 p.m here on monday the 29th monday the 29th is the bank holiday so as many of you as can should join us at 6 p.m for the service of songs and the funeral service will take place on tuesday the 30th of august at 11 a.m. So all members are invited to support the family. And finally, the baptism. You know, Apostle talked about baptism during the service this morning. If you haven't been baptized by immersion, you're welcome to join. First, we apologize that the baptism couldn't hold yesterday uh, morning. But it has been rescheduled to take place on Saturday the 3rd of September. Saturday 3rd of September and it will be at 7 a.m. And everyone who wants to uh, get baptized, oh I beg your pardon, it says registration is closed. Uh, registration is closed. Well, register for the next lot if you can't join on the 3rd of september we'll find out whether there's still grace for this one but nonetheless um we will gather here before seven and we need to be at the pool at 7 a.m on saturday the 3rd of september and our apologies for inconveniences about yesterday's planned baptism I'd like to invite uh, Sister Amanda Ajigini for the youth announcement, and after that, our Father will come and close the meeting. God bless you. Good afternoon, everyone. 
So I have a quick announcement. Um, but before I do, I would just like to ask, um, if you've graduated university, could you wave your hand for me? If you've graduated from university? Okay, okay. Um, if you're still in university, can I see you wave your hands? Okay, and if you're looking to go to university in September or later this year, then can I also see your hand? Okay, so that's quite a lot of us. This next event that we have, that we have every single year, is for us. So um, on the 4th of September, um, here at the Cathedral at 1pm, we have our annual Freshers event. That was okay. Um, it's an event that where we all get together and we get to, you know, discuss. If, if you don't know what a freshers or, or who a fresher is, it's somebody who's going to university for the first time. But it's not just for people who are going for the first time. It's also for returning university students and graduates. It's an annual event where we can discuss and give advice and support and receive advice and support as well. Um, just to kind of get us ready for the new academic year that we're about to get into. Um, it's always a great time, um, so please make sure that you are there. It's going to be here at the cathedral at 1pm, so after cathedral service on the 4th of September 2022. So please make sure that you are there, um, clear your schedule, just make sure that you are here, and I'm sure we'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Do we have the uh, clip for the Holy Ghost Convention? Or oh, you don't have the clip? All right, shall we rise up on our feet, please? Can I just remind us that today we are going to be holding our communion? We hold our communion at nine. But for your home group study today, you know, I think I will want you to study the book of Acts. All the scriptures I read to you during message of Holy Spirit, just go through it. Let your focus be praying for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit throughout this week. Our major focus in prayer is empowerment, empowerment. You know, if you don't know what to, to say, just say, Lord Jesus, empower me, empower me. Give me Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Empower me, Lord. Just repeat that and pray dedicatedly. When I come in tomorrow, I begin to teach you on various gifts of the Holy Spirit, how they operate, what are the conditions to operate each of the nine gifts. There are nine gifts in the Holy Spirit, which is available, all is available to you. It depends on your appetite. There is no such a thing as you have one or two. All the gifts are available to you, but it is according to how much you desire that you can get. And we're going to enter into it tomorrow, one after the other, and trash them one after the other. By Friday, I want to see somebody who operate in the night gifts. I, I expect to say that person will be me. No, you didn't love me. I said that person would be me. Okay, point to me and say, that person will be me. All right then. Lord, you see them? They didn't point to me. I point to myself. <laughs> it's going to be an exciting moment for us. I'm going to share many encounters with you that will blow your mind. Living evidences 
of this um, um, of the Holy Spirit. And you will not be the same at the end of the week. Stretch your hand before the Lord. Yes, sorry, before that, let me say that the, the Prophetic Voice Conference we went this year. As many of you as you want to, I want to block the period for next year and do everything in your power to come. Because next year's one, we will begin to register people from next month. And next year's seminar, all the seminar in the day will not be on air. It will just be evening meeting that will be on air. So that the seminars will be for those who went for the, for the retreats. And I, I think by next year too, there will be you know, books given to them to equip them on whatever is taught in the meeting. So it's a good time to invest your money. And it is a good time to invest your time. You know, in CFT, we don't charge people for seminar. All seminar is conducted free by myself. If I invite any minister, it's free. There's no such a thing as, you know, paying registration fee and all stuff. We don't do that in CFT. Jesus said, freely you receive, freely give. Of course, if we invite ministers, we bless the ministers. That's our own duty to do so. But we do not charge people for what we have acquired from the Lord freely. And it's going to be a great time for us. Stretch your hand before the Lord. Let me read the blessings of God over you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May He give you in this week the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. In this week your joy will be full. And may the God of Bethel who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he open our eyes and give us visions of heaven. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. Shall we share the grace together in fellowship? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Turn to somebody and share the general grace with them. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and evermore. Surely say to somebody, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Amen. Before we share the, the, the grace, uh, sing our grace, that shall be shouts of blessing, I want to acknowledge Pastor Qatar from India is with us. And also, and, and, and also Pastor Tosin to who I think I can see him at the back there. You are very welcome. And Mama, Mama, Mama is there beside you. Uh, let's put our hands together for Grandma Tomemiwo. <laughs> that is the mother of Pastor Tom and Apostle Tom. 
Pastor Tosin and Apostle Tom, you are very, very welcome. So we are going to sing that Shabbat House of Blessing, it will fall in your house. according to our confession. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Please, let's remember tomorrow meeting starts at 8.